mind Doing mine, I was made to shine Light's so bright, little bitch and I could make you blind Don't nobody care in this world, everything is cold Like my heart in the morgue, everything's a tag of toe I ain't sucking dick for no click, must be out your mind Getting on my knees, trying to please, must be suicide We won't get along, cause it's wrong, I'm not trying to change They would do you dirty in a hurry, wouldn't have the way I don't want your clout or a pick, that's a fucking joke Some may make me sick with the shit that they trying to smoke Play pretend with your friends that I ain't the shit You could keep ignoring all the facts and what I really did You could try to front on my luck that I came up Million off a mixtape, that's a fact and I don't need to front People think I'm whack, but they suckin' dick The money I'm getting makes everyone sick It get lonely at the top and I do it by myself I got everything I want without anybody help Do you think I give a fuck, only care about myself I'm a stone cold killer, couple notches on my belt It get lonely at the top and I do it by I got everything I want without anybody help Do you think I give a fuck? Only care about myself I'm a stone cold killer, couple notches on my belt I don't front for the gram, this is just who I am I don't ride Yo, yo, yo What up everybody, what up, what up Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to the Hood Loves Me Podcast I am your gracious host Mitchell Brown Listen, everybody, thank you. Thank you so much for um, tuning in to our wonderful podcast that we create for you guys. We create this podcast once a week. It always seems like whenever I drop the podcast, like some breaking news and shit, some some like some crazy shit happens. Right. Um, we got a lot to, to unpack. I had something. So I had something last week. Right. Like like I had something last week that was planned for for this week something that i was going to do for this week something that was special for this week however so much shit happened right so much shit happened this week Kanye west is who we thought he he was right um bill cosby crazy Right. Um, I, you know, I wasn't going to talk about the NFL draft because it's fuck the NFL. But the NFL, they had a like a like a private meeting that was supposed to be confidential, but somebody recorded the meeting. I think the person that recorded the meeting was Robert Kraft. I don't have any proof of that. I, I believe Robert Kraft as as a way to kind of to kind of stick it to the NFL. Plus Robert Kraft and and I I I hope I'm wrong. I'm not wishing this on anybody, but I think Robert Kraft is getting ready to get up out of here. And 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 I don't mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think he's ready to get up out of here. His 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 wife passed away some years back. Tom Brady's getting ready to retire. Right, I think Kraft is you know you know what I'm saying Kraft is helping out Meek Mill. I'm gonna talk about Meek in a little bit, but you know Meek Mill's home. Um, crazy shit, whole lot of shit is going on. Right, um, found out today that uh, one of my favorite artists, eh, favorite, I don't know about a favorite, but an, an artist whose music I enjoy. I also enjoy looking at her very much. Janelle Monae dropped a new album. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Mm. Before I get into Janelle Monae, I, 
So J. Cole dropped an album, and J. Cole is very good at his job. Me personally, I'm not a fan of J. Cole's music. However, just because I'm not a fan of his music does not mean that he is not very good at his job. J. Cole lyrically is phenomenal. Um, I don't know if it's a budget issue or if, you know, it's just something that he chooses to do. But J. Cole and 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 Big Crit are alike in the sense that they're asked to do everything for their music. They have to produce their own so- they're like that that woman from coming to America, the 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 chick that be yapping. You know what I'm saying? The chick uh 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 what do they call it? Fucking Babylon, the chick from Babylon that be, you know, well, first I want to be a rock star and then I want to be a pop star because people just say I'm a natural and stuff like that. I just want to produce my own songs and write my own songs. You know what I'm saying? Her what is this, the third album that J. Cole produced all the songs? And I understand he wants to produce his own albums because his 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 albums are an entire body of work and they're not just a collection of songs. I get that. Um, for people that are J. Cole fans, excuse me, not fans, people that are J. Cole stands, are y'all tired of hearing him sing? fucking tired of hearing him sing not that he doesn't sound bad excuse me not that he doesn't sound good he sounds good i'm just tired of that shit i'm like it's i find his music very boring i don't feel his music his shit is good his shit is quality um i just don't like it i just don't want to listen to it right um so so that's my opinion on the j cole uh whatever um i'm willing to accept whatever you fuckers do to my mentions whatever you know what i'm saying um but i want to talk about well i want to start this podcast off talking about something that um something that i was supposed to talk about on last week's podcast right so historically i have not been a fan of philadelphia i've not been a fan of the city of philadelphia um I just I I just don't I just don't fuck with Philly. I just don't really you know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with Philly. I don't I don't I don't care to fuck with Philly. However, um lately, both for work and for social purposes, I've been spending more time in the city of Philadelphia. For those that don't know, I live in New Jersey. Um in a part of New Jersey where I live, I I'm about an equal distance from Philadelphia as I am from New York City. Right? It's about the same. Without traffic. It's always traffic going into New York City. Um, I prefer, I mean, you know, to me, fucking uh, New York City is one of the best cities in the world, right? Like, like, like not just the United States, but like New York City is one of the best cities in the world. Um, it's a fucking pain in the ass to get to New York City. But once you're in that bitch, you don't want to leave. Right. Philly, not so much. However, I was in Philadelphia. I was in I was in Philadelphia and and um um I was with a friend of mine, shout out JC. And I met a dude named JC. I, so I meet the guy JC. JC's a teacher currently, but JC's also a veteran, right? And you know, so I'm gonna spend a lot of time 
this episode talking about race. Okay? Just a heads up. I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about race. Right? So, if you see myself and if you saw the guy JC that I was talking to, we wouldn't we we would look like we didn't have much in common. Right? It's weird how much we have in common. We have way more in common than what we don't have in common, if that makes sense. So, the guy JC, he's a military vet. He had a cane or or like some type of walking stick, right? Young dude. I'd say maybe in 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 his, you know, mid to in, in probably from his mid 20s to about his early 30s, right? Walks with a heavy limp. And he and I, you know, we get to talking about d- different things. Um, so we're, we we had we had met at a bar, of course. Right? It's, it's, it's fucking sounds like a cheesy joke, right? You know what I'm saying? Two guys fuck walk into a bar. Um, we meet at a bar, and the waitress is is holding, um, I believe, like a martini glass or or like a glass where where she's trying not to shake too much so the liquids pour out. And I and I kind of offer some tips on how you know if you look at the glass while you're holding it, the glass shakes. If you so you try not to look at the glass, just walk with one foot in front, whatever, right? So the guy asked me if I shoot, right? The guy JC says, "Hey man, do you shoot?" And I mean, I shoot. I don't shoot no guns and shit, but like I shoot. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, "Yeah, man, I shoot." So you know, he, he starts to talking, and he starts talking about politics, right? So I'm thinking this shit's gonna go left, right? I see his hat. On on his hat, he had um, like a baseball hat uh, with 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 like um. Like a like a stitched on decal of the United States flag. So he starts talking about our current leadership and um, the police system and basically all of the things that are wrong with our democracy, all the things that are wrong in these United States. So. A lot of the things that he says, I agree with. Um, he starts talking about, you know, where he teaches. He he teaches in South Philly at the school that he teaches at in South Philly. It's a school that lacks resources, and he compares it to other schools that happen to be in the same city. And they have all of the resources and the discrepancy in funding. I've, if, you know, you remember I did an episode a while back where I talked about the discrepancy in funding amongst public education. Um, he starts talking about how, you know, he, he, he wears how, how like how he loves this country. And obviously he, he said that he, you know, gave everything up for this country. And I, I, I believe him. Right. Because he, you know, he had a limp, but he looked like one of those dudes that you don't want to fuck with. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 it's a lot of cats in our military for whatever reason. They're hurt. They're kind of disabled physically and or mentally. But they still have that look about them like you don't really want to fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like it'll be a very bad weekend if you fuck. With, you know what I'm saying? That's the kind of look that 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 he had. So he and I, you know, we kind of get to talking and he's like, um, he's like, you know, I wear my flag on my hat. I wear it upside down. Because I gave everything up for this country and I love this country. But all the things that I fought for are not prevalent today in, in this country. 
and that kind of stuck to me like you know you know literally dude this 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 guy i mean i mean i mean he'll he'll probably never walk right for whatever reason i don't really dive deep into his injuries or some of his um uh some of the things that have happened to him while he was serving for our country um i don't need to i have friends that 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 served in our country and i've heard some of their stories and goddamn are these stories incredible and i don't mean that in a good way these stories are not incredible in like a good way these stories are traumatic these stories are severe these stories are i mean fucked up right so i meant to shout out jc last week i forgot about you homie shout out jc now back to what i was talking about with the wonderful the beautiful the talented janelle monet now listen guys i'm i don't consider myself old however some of the younger people that i work with they will tell you that i'm old as shit right this past week i heard that i was old as shit because i graduated high school 15 years ago right so um i found out what pansexual means or rather i did not find find out exactly what pansexual means but janelle monet is pansexual now i don't know if she's saying she's pansexual because she has an album coming out um i'm just curious if someone is pansexual like if someone like janelle monet because i thought that janelle monet was a lesbian to be honest with you i thought she was a lesbian but is is pansexual somebody that can get this dick? I'm asking for a friend. All right, I'm I'm just curious if pansexual means that if I see Janelle Monae, I can shoot my shot because I am a shooter. If you haven't heard, but um, we're gonna get into the docket, if you will. Right, what's on the docket? I got I got some pretty happening things on the docket first thing i'm going to talk about is your man's your boy kanye west kanye out here and you know what it's not really kanye because we knew that kanye is 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 off a little bit now i I don't want to say that kanye is off as much as i want to say that he's on drugs and obviously he was on drugs. He had his he had his issue with um uh uh was it the opioids, the opioids thing. I mean like like yo, do we just can, can like we just say that people are on heroin? Can we just say that, or or like do we have to say like opioids? Is that like is 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 like opioids to heroin what cannabis is to weed? You know what I'm saying? Because people say, oh, no, you know, I'm, uh, I don't smoke weed, but I use cannabis. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But anywho, Kanye, Kanye got his Twitter password back and started tripping. And people respond to this shit like they don't know. They don't know who Kanye is. Kanye's, Kanye does this shit for shock value. Kanye, Kanye only talks to us when he got to sell some shit. He, he, he has got some music coming out that he wants us to, 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 to purchase or he got some shoes coming out. And quite frankly, people are way more, people are filling his shoes way more than they're filling his music at this stage of the game, right? Um, Life of Pablo was decent. Jesus was eh. 
Twisted Dark Fantasy was was slapping hard. But I mean, like, yo, ain't nobody really checking for Kanye's music. I seen Kanye perform live. One really too many people that look like me at Kanye's concert. I did see my nigga Fresh. Shout out my nigga Fresh. I did see my nigga Fresh at the Kanye concert. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna talk too much about Kanye because Kanye's being used. Right, and I mean, I get it. If you can't be used, you're useless. But Kanye tweeted that bullshit about President Pussy Grabber, and President Pussy Grabber is using Kanye to 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 fundraise. Right, and I mean, is it is it really a surprise to some that Kanye might be might be a little hard up for money? Right, I know that OG Chris Jenner ain't sharing no money with with Kanye. Um, Kanye's get obviously he's giving us content. I mean, like the media was talking about him. I'm talking about him. Am I media? I'm media. I'm talking about him. If I'm me, I got to figure out how to apply these to, to to get these passes, these media passes. I can start going to sporting events and shit. You know what I'm saying? I got to figure that out. But one thing I do want to talk about, I do want to talk about, because Kanye posted a picture of himself wearing a Make America Great Again hat with Lior Cohen. And Lior Cohen was throwing up the white power symbol. Now, if you're not familiar with what the white power symbol is, basically, hold your hand up like you're trying to show somebody, like, like you're telling somebody to wait. Like, hold your hand up with all, with, with, with like your hand open. Now, take your thumb and your index finger and make it in the form of an O. Kind of like you're saying OK, like the OK sign back in the day. The OK sign, the OK sign is the white power sign. Google it if you're not hip. Right. But Leo Cohen's throwing up the white power sign. Now, we called Dame Dash all types of shit when Dame Dash was telling us that Leo Cohen was a culture vulture. We killed Dame Dash. Leo Cohen, if you're not familiar with who Leo Cohen is, you can run a Google search on who Leo Cohen is. Leo Cohen is a very successful music executive. And he basically invented... The 360 deal. If you're not familiar with what the 360 deal, for the sake of time, I'm not going to go into it because I got a lot of shit to talk about. But the 360 deal does 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 nothing for the artist, in my opinion. It does nothing for the creator, in my opinion. It does everything for the record label, everything everything for the executive. Um, according to some people, Lior Cohen does not care about the artists most of them are black that he has now i'm i I, i'm not saying that that's anything different from any type of executive in any industry not just music but movie execs don't care about actors shit the fucking executives at your job don't care about you you know what i'm saying um but i mean maybe dame was right you know maybe we need not to be so quick to attack the people the the people that are telling the truth you know what i'm saying i think dame was telling the truth i think i i fucks with dame dash i think dame dash you know he might rub people the wrong way because because you know people got that um people got a fucked up mentality you know dame don't preach nothing but empowerment he don't preach nothing but go out here and get it for yourself and i i i applaud that 
I'm, you know what I'm saying? I applaud anybody that's willing to go out there and take the hit and, and, and go earn off of their own sweat. I applaud people that do shit like that. But, you know, yeah, Kanye's tripping. We need to watch out for Leor Cohen. I mean, fuck, Donald Trump is Donald Trump. And all of a sudden, everybody loves Meek Mill. Right now, now it's this whole thing about free Meek. Now, Meek's home, but Meek ain't free. And for, for whatever reason, it was this big celebration about Meek Mill getting out of jail. They had him at the Sixers game, and he's, you know, they're, they're, they're honoring him. Now, I, I got a problem with him being at the game. Of course, my nigga, you at the game, come check out the game if you have your freedom. If you're able to, you know, make it to the game, come check out the game. But they honoring him at center court. Like, I, I don't know what Meek Mill has done. And, and this arena is cheering for him. This arena full of white people is cheering for him. That shit, that shit just kind of bugged me out a little bit. Right. So so like I don't know if that was like the induction for Meek Mill into the Motisa tribe or not. I don't know. And and you know, I, I don't know if that means that like if that was the induction for Meek Mill to be in the sunken place. But like if he dropped a mixtape and shit or if like he's featured on the next fucking Taylor Swift song and we're in trouble. Right? Um I also wonder if Meek Mill is going to end up on Bill Cosby's paperwork because Bill Cosby was convicted. Now, Bill Cosby was convicted, but but like he he wasn't really convicted of like rape per se, but he was convicted of, of you know, some sexual assault charges. Um, however, if you dive into the case, the water is very cloudy. Um, in terms of the details, so Andrea Constand, I believe that's how you pronounce her name. She was the main, um, main uh, accuser. Um, and she was, you know, her 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 story changed pretty often. Um, on the stand under oath, uh, she contradicted herself a few times. Um, they, they had, uh, Lily Bertrand, Lily Bertrand, who is a Cuban American, I believe, or she's a woman from Cuba, but goddamn that they darken her up. Cause she doesn't identify as black, but like they had her, you know, with, 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 with like the fro, they had her, um, wearing some type of, uh, necklace or, you know, she just looked very ethnic, right? I mean, I mean. Fucking Janice Dickinson. Janice Dickinson. Goddamn boy. Like, how much coke has Janice Dickinson done? Right? You know what I'm saying? Listen, Bill Cosby, 80 years old. Bill Cosby, 80 years old. And he going to prison. Pause. I don't know if he's going to prison. But he's, he, but, but he's, a, he's he, uh, they're going to make him register as, as, as a sex offender. He's, he, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's a sex offender. 80 years old. My question is, is Harvey Weinstein next? Is Jerry Richardson next? White Jerome? Jerome Richardson? If you're not familiar with who Jerome Richardson is, he was the former owner of the Carolina Panthers. Is Kevin Spacey next? I don't know. Right. Um, how about Carolyn Dunham? Denham. Car- Carolyn, if you're not familiar with who Carolyn Denham is, she's 83. But is she going to go to jail for an accessory to murder? 
she's the woman that lied about um uh uh Emmett Till said um that he whistled at her or or or, or something. She lied, but and she admitted that she, that she lied, and they you know they killed Emmett Till, and this was uh fifty years ago, sixty years ago, sixty years ago. She lied. Is she gonna? You know what I'm saying? Listen. My homeboy Sal had asked me this question years ago. Shout out my man Sal. If I talk about Sal a lot, Sal was a guest on the Hood Loves Me podcast. Um, if you're not familiar with Sal's work, you need to follow Sal on all socials. His name is Saladin Davis, at Saladin Davis. Um, check out his uh, Life One on One Live. He streams on Tuesday evenings. Real, real, real good dude. Just got on the phone with him recently. But he asked me a question years ago. He asked me, he was like, you know, do successful black men die in peace? And my answer is no. Not just black men, but black people. But I'll do you even one better. Can black people leave a legacy if they earn money from white people? Can they leave a legacy to their kids if they earn money from white people? Like O.J. Simpson. Now, pause. Let me be clear. I'm not defending Bill Cosby. I think Bill Cosby's a piece of shit. Um, I think Bill Cosby made a lot of poor decisions, especially in, in, in the ways that he you know, treated black America. But he's like the old black dude. Pull your parents up. Go to school. You know what I'm saying? Shout out all you motherfuckers. All you, um, all you motherfuckers that send their kids to Jack and Jill and shit. Shout out all my Jack and Jill, all you highfalutin black people that think you can advance placement your way out of white supremacy and shit. That, that, you know what I'm saying? Think that you can doctorate degree your way out of racism. Because Bill Cosby was that, right? He was the... Like the 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 highfalutin, get your education, you know, don't be in the streets cussing, you know what I'm saying? Bill Cosby was the, like, I love black people, but I hate niggas. Like, like you know what I'm saying? I know that Chris Rock had made it a joke, but Bill, but like Bill Cosby lived that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so listen, Bill, hey, it's fucked up, but yo, dog, that's what happens. Um. But, like, O.J., O.J. made a shit ton of money off of endorsements and, and, and his movies. You know, Hertz endorsements, he's running through the airport. Um, you know, credit card companies, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the Amex, you know, don't leave home without, you know what I'm saying? O.J. made a shit ton of money. Is O.J.'s kids going to get any of his money? O.J.'s finished. O.J.'s finished. Right? Um, but, I mean, like, listen, we got cats like Oprah. She ain't got no kids, but, yo, do we know if Oprah gonna, you know what I'm saying? I'm not wishing anything ill, but, like, do we know if Oprah gonna, right? I don't know. Like, people love Michael Jordan now, but are, uh, are they gonna love Michael Jordan in 20 years? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, you know, like, MJ's in his 50s. That's, that's you know, young kind of youngish you know what i'm saying um 
But is he going to be viewed the same in 20 years? A lot can happen. Listen, a lot can happen in four years. Right? Let alone 20 years. You know what I'm saying? But, like, is Jordan going to die with his money? Right? Because Michael Jackson, like, wasn't Michael Jackson having some money issues when he passed away? Yo, like, what's going to happen with Jay-Z? You know what I'm saying? Jay-Z making shit very difficult. Jay-Z's fucking up the ecosystem, the financial ecosystem for a lot of successful white people. Jay-Z has, and and he talks shit on that uh, uh, Magna Carta Holy Grail album that all y'all said was a classic but haven't listened to since about four years ago. Scott Boris, you over, baby. <laughs> Robinson Cano, you coming with me. Like, Jay-Z has a sports agency that's very successful. And he's landing big-name talent in this sports agency, fucking up the ecosystem, fucking up the money. Jay-Z better be careful. That's all I got to say. Jay-Z better be careful. You know what I'm saying? Um, but years ago, Bill Cosby was trying to buy NBC. Now, some of you guys might know this. Some of you may not. Bill Cosby's son was murdered. This is maybe about, maybe about like maybe 15, no, not, not 15, more than that. Maybe about 20, 25 years ago. His, Bill Cosby's son, Ennis Cosby, was murdered. And they said it was a robbery. They said it was a botched robbery. However, they found Ennis Cosby's body on the side of a road inside of his BMW with the keys in the BMW, a Rolex watch on his wrist, and $2,500 in cash in his pocket. Now, I'm not a criminal. But if I'm going to rob a motherfucker wearing a Rolex, I'm taking a Rolex. If I'm going to rob a motherfucker driving a BMW, I'm taking a BMW. And if I'm going to rob a motherfucker and he got $2,500 in cash, I'm going to take the cash. I'm not just going to take his life and then not, you know, because that's not a robbery. That is called a murder. That is a homicide. Now, people, now the conspiracy theorists say that Bill Cosby trying to purchase this network. Maybe that had, you know, maybe that was a, a, a like like a sign, like kind of, you know, stay in your place, nigga. I don't know. I don't know if it was. I just I I just believe that Ennis Cosby's murder wasn't a botched robbery. Um, R.I.P. to Ennis Cosby. But yeah, Bill, fucked up, my nigga. But um, you know, you know what I'm saying. Hey, I'm just saying. Is this Me Too shit going to go after everybody or is it just going to go after, like, black dudes? Because, you know, we've kind of seen this thing progressing with the whole street harassment thing. Not that street harassment is not a major issue. Not that street harassment is not a big deal. However, not only black, bo- black, 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 not only black men street harass. So I'm all for women receiving justice i'm just curious as to know like when is harvey weinstein going to court because like there are a-list celebrities like a-list actresses that alleged that harvey weinstein raped them not like 
I went to his hotel room and shit, and we hung out. And then, like, I woke up feeling fuzzy, but I came back the next week for more sex. Not like that. Because fucking Janice Dickinson is on record for saying that she started spitting these charges, these allegations for money. There's a juror that was on this Cosby case that was heard publicly saying that he believes Cosby is guilty and that he wishes this whole thing could be over with so they could just find him guilty and go home. So, like, the fix was kind of in for this Bill Cosby shit. But, I mean, are we going to go after everybody or, like, are we just going to go after Pill Cosby? Yeah, I said Pill. Right? Um, I'm going to kind of stick to the theme of, uh, well, fuck it. Um, Nas, one of my favorite rappers. I, I, I believe Nas is the, the, the greatest rapper ever, just an FYI. Um, Nas's ex-wife. She is stating publicly something that she said that she would never state publicly. She is stating publicly something that she publicly stated she would never say publicly. Publicly, she stated that she would never speak ill of her ex-husband or talk bad about her ex-husband, but she's doing that today. And there's a lot of controversy on these interwebs, on these internet streets, um, between women and, and a few dusty niggas. Whereas, though, you know, people are, are, are saying that these, these charges are coming up or, or, or Khalees is saying the things that she's saying because she wants more money, more spousal support. I don't know. I don't care. Um, I think that if a woman says or if a woman accuses a man of any type of um, domestic violence or something like that, you know, people should listen to this woman. Um, there are women that play around with shit like that and don't tell the truth about certain things like that. I'm going to say that there are more women that are telling the truth about these allegations than there are that, that are just, you know, selling tickets. Um, of course, th the women that are lying like shit about, you know, so-and-so beat me or so-and-so did this to me. I mean, y'all definitely fucking it up. Y'all definitely fucking it up because, you know, we're already in a society that doesn't respect women. But I don't believe that most women, or, excuse me, I don't believe that Khalees, I didn't listen to her interview. It was like, a, I, I didn't, it was like an hour and 15 minutes. I'm not giving Khalees an hour and 15 minutes of my time to listen to her talk, even though her voice is very sexy. She has a very sexy conversation voice. But, I mean, I would give her, like, an hour and 15 minutes of, like, music if she was singing. Like, I, I think she's a talented artist. But I'm not going to listen to her interview, especially if she's going to talk bad about her relationship, which is none of my fucking business. Um, word. Yeah. So, you know, I hope that Nas and Khalees can, can you know, work out their differences. Um, yeah. I, 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 I. I hope that, you know, because I mean, like, listen, man, they got kids. Well, they, they have a child, but there there are children involved in, in this. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and again, it's really none of our fucking business in real life. Right. So um, sticking with that and what I mean by that, I'm going to continue to talk about women that have alleged domestic violence claims but have recanted th th their story and i believe that there's an extenuating circumstance 
right? So right now, currently, this weekend that I, you know, record this, I record this at the end of the week. So as I record this, there's the, there's an NFL draft going on, and people love the draft, and I have no idea why people love the draft. Um, oh, and pause. The only reason why I'm talking about the NFL draft is because motherfuckers are like, yo, man, I know you ain't watch the football, but you're going to talk about the draft? I'm going to talk about the draft. I ain't going to really talk about the players because I don't really know who's picking who or whatever. Um, but when I was watching football, because I'm currently not watching pro football, well, I'm, le- I'm, I'm at least not watching the NFL. When I was watching the NFL, I cheered for the San Francisco 49ers. I love the San Francisco 49ers. However, the San Francisco 49ers have a player on their team by the name of Reuben Foster. And Reuben Foster must be damn good at his job. I've never seen Reuben Foster play a professional down. I watched him a couple times when he was at the uh, University of Alabama. Reuben Foster must be damn good. And what I mean by that is Reuben Foster is, was alleged, excuse me, was alleged to have punched his girlfriend in the face 10 times and broke her eardrum. Is it broke her eardrum or ruptured her eardrum? Whatever the case. However, this is this this is from yesterday. April, well, whatever. This is this is from yesterday. Story in ESPN.com. I was about to say the date, but you know, I don't, I don't like to date my shit. Um Nick Wagner wrote San Francisco 49ers linebacker Ruben Foster, former girlfriend, released a statement saying that she initially lied to police about him injuring her in a February incident at his home in Los Gatos, California. The statement from San Jose attorney Stephanie Ricard, who identified herself, who identified her client in the statement as a 28-year-old Alicia Ennis, said Ennis suffered her injuries as a result of a fight with another woman, and there is a video document, and there is video documentation of that fight. Foster did not strike her, injure her, or threaten her. Now listen. Listen. I'd like I'd like to see this woman that she was fighting. Cause you gotta get hit pretty fucking hard. Like, do boxers get broken eardrums and shit? Like when they box? Like has like Someone like a Deontay Wilder, for example. Has Deontay Wilder broken somebody's eardrum? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, who else hit? Who else is somebody that I wouldn't want to hit me? I mean, I wouldn't want anybody to hit me. But, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to hit a motherfucker pretty hard to rupture their eardrum. Right? So, now, the Niners, you know, because they – spit that bullshit about how they have a zero tolerance policy for domestic violence and all that shit. They're full of shit. There's been plenty of players that play for the Niners that have had a problem with putting their hands on women. And, you know, they came to practice the next day. So the Niners have said that Reuben Foster can't come to practice. They said that he can't come to the facility. They said that he can't do anything until all of, they're not going to release him, but he can't do anything until all of this legal, you know what I'm saying? All, All of this legal jargon gets whatever so um all of a sudden shorty recants her story like come on man right sounds eerily similar eerily similar to a dallas cowboy player by the name of david irving 
If you're not familiar with David Irving, you guys should should because this shit got ugly. This shit got ugly on social media. It seems like David Irving is in a very tumultuous, volatile relationship. So, I'm going. This is this is from the Shreveport, Shreveport, the Shreveport Times, part of the USA Today Network. Um, Cowboys defensive lineman David Irving is being investigated on multiple domestic violence charges. Irving was being investigated for assault causing bodily injury, unlawful restraint, assault by choking, or impeding breath. Irving's girlfriend reported the alleged incident or incidents on two separate occasions. But in one police report, she told the officers that she had lied and that Irving did not commit the alleged abuse. Now, David Irving went to Iowa State, right, years ago. He went to Iowa State, and while he was at, while he was at Iowa State, he was accused of assaulting his girlfriend, who was the mother of their daughter. Same woman. She later requested that all charges were dropped. Irving was kicked off the Iowa State football team after multiple run-ins with the law. Listen. I don't know what to make of this. I don't, I, I don't know. Now, now, this David Irving story is an, an interesting story. If you guys have the time, if you guys give a shit... Dive deeper in the details of this story. This story is incredible. Like I said, it seems like a very volatile, seems like a very tumultuous relationship that these people are in. Best wishes to both of them. Um, yeah. Best wishes to both of them. Now, keeping with the NFL, another story with the NFL. They have cheerleaders. I don't know why they have cheerleaders, but they don't get paid. Right? No, 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 fuck that. We're not even going to talk about the children. We're going to talk about the confidential meeting. And it seems like <laughs> Eric Reed, Eric Reed is never going to play football again. Eric Reed's done. No more football for Eric Reed. But let's let let's just let, let's just go through this meeting. So my man Colin Kaepernick, and I'm going to end this podcast talking about Kaepernick. But um, the players were aggrieved after discussing a proposal to finance nonprofit groups to address player concerns. They wanted to talk about why Colin Kaepernick wasn't in the league. If he was on a roster right now, all of this negativeness and divisiveness could be turned into a positive, Philadelphia Eagles defensive lineman Chris Long said at the meeting. Long did not wish to lecture on what quarterbacks to sign. We all agree in this room as players that he should be on a roster. That's what Chris Long said, and I, I agree. He should be on, on a roster based off of merit, based off of talent, which is what the NFL claims to be a meritocracy, right? The owner's response were noncommittal. Eagles owner said that their fighting for social justice is not about one person. Of course, Jeffrey Lurie said that. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft pointed to another elephant in the room. He said, this kneeling, the problem we have is we have a president who will use that as fodder to do his mission that I don't feel like is in the best interest of America. What's not in the best interest of America is you funding Donald Trump's campaign, Robert Kraft. Every NFL owner has written Donald Trump million-dollar check. 
But the fact that this Roger Goodell started this meeting by saying, let's keep everything confidential. Nah, homie. Somebody had the iPhone on record the whole time. Right? These NFL, and it's, it's, it's baffling. These owners are afraid of Donald Trump. These guys are billionaires, captains of industry, leaders of men. And you afraid of some little orange nigga with small hands? Another reason why it's fucked the NFL is because they're completely disregarding a huge, 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 bigly population of people that watch the product just to cater to the wants of another population. People like me. I, I, I bought merch i bought tickets i watched games i can tell you when guys got drafted and what schools guys went to i can tell you all that shit but not anymore because fuck them because the nfl does not care about i at least i feel like the nfl does not care about me as a human being they don't care about my humanity or the humanity of the people that look like me because you have a player that is silently protesting For black Americans, silently protesting. And his protest was he doesn't he didn't want to stand up while a song was playing. Like, come on. Come on. The fucking New York Times did a did a did a great piece about the NFL and all their bullshit. And I'm not gonna talk about that. So you you guys could check that out. What I am gonna talk about. I'm going to talk about Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick won the Ambassador of Conscious Award from Amnesty International. Now, if you don't know what that is, that's a pretty big fucking deal. Right? It's basically... Um, so, so it's, 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 it's basically the Human Rights Award. I listened to his speech. His speech was riveting. But the award was officially presented at a ceremony in, in Amsterdam um, in April to coincide with the 50th anniversary of the opening of the Amnesty International's national section in the Netherlands. The Ambassador of Conscious Award celebrates the spirit of activism and exceptional courage as embodied by Colin Kaepernick. He is an athlete who is now widely recognized for his activism because of his refusal to ignore or accept racial discrimination. This is coming from the people at Amnesty International. All right. Quote. This is from Salil Shetty, the secretary general of Amnesty International. Just like the ambassadors of conscious before him. Colin Kaepernick chooses to speak out and inspire others despite the professional and personal risks when high-profile people choose to take a stand for human rights. It emboldens many others 
in their struggles against injustice. Colin Kaepernick's commitment is all the more remarkable because of the alarming levels of vitriol it has attracted from those in power. That's big. That's big. Because we're supposed to be this post-racial society. We're supposed to be, you know, this all-encompassing, you know, this we are the world. We're supposed to be this all-lives-matter America. And we're not. I mean, shit, just this past week, they showed a video of some sister getting sexually assaulted by police officers at a Waffle House in Alabama. They got this poor girl on, on the floor. And I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yo, she's not a threat, but she on the floor and shit. Cops choking her, dragging her around this dirty ass floor. Her titties is all out and shit. And, she, and yo, she's asking us like, yo, what are, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? See the video today of a white woman in Tenafly, New Jersey. Tenafly is a highfalutin place where a lot of you boule, Jack and Jill, wannabe white ass niggas send y'all kids and shit. She cussing the cops the fuck out on the side of the road because the cops is fucking with her kids. Never mind the fact that her kids is grown ass adults. It's just crazy that white people in their 20s, white people in graduate school are kids. But Tamir Rice, who was 12 years old, was a man. Trayvon Martin, who was 17 years old when he was murdered, was a man. But Ryan Lochte's fucking 30-year-old ass is a, oh, yo, he's just a, he's just a, you know, he's a good kid. Donald Trump, who's 40, Jr., Donald Trump Jr., who's 40, oh, yo, he's, he's a, he's, he's a good, he didn't know what he was doing when he was meeting with the Russians. The only reason why Colin Kaepernick won this award NFL, President Pussy Grabber, it's because you guys are racist. You guys don't care about black people as humans, only as commodities. Colin Kaepernick should not have been in position to win this award. The NFL is on the wrong side of history, and we will see that. Do not let them Muhammad Ali Colin Kaepernick because they hated Muhammad Ali when he can speak but you know he got Parkinson's he eventually passed away now now you know oh this this legend you know what I'm saying same shit's gonna happen to Colin Kaepernick Colin Kaepernick sacrificed his career to speak up for people that were rendered voiceless And to me, not enough attention is is paid to that from us. Not enough attention is paid to that from the people that he's fighting for. But niggas want to ask me, am I going to talk about the NFL draft? Fuck the NFL draft. Fuck the NFL. Like, it's incredible. It's incredible that the only reason... That Colin Kaepernick won this award. Homie said Colin Kaepernick's commitment is all the more remarkable because of the alarming levels of vitriol it has attracted from those in power. Mind you, 
He has said nothing. He hasn't been on ESPN. Talking to you fuckers on ESPN. He hasn't been doing any interviews on Fox Sports. He hasn't been getting paid. And he still donated a million dollars of his own money. To charity. As well as allowing you to donate your money to groups that he works with. And even allows you to see where the money goes. If you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Take that for data. That's all I got for y'all. Listen, thank you all. Thank you so much for listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast. If you if this is your first time listening, I fucks with you. If this is not your first time listening, if you are a loyal subscriber, I fucks with you too. Subscribe, rate, and comment. We are on Apple Podcasts. Google Play Store. We're on, we are on Stitcher Radio. We're on SoundCloud. If if you got something to say to me, you can see you you can come see me on all socials. Oh yeah, well yeah, Twitter at Mitchell Brown underscore after the Brown. That's Mitchell with one L. M I T C H E L B R O W one underscore after the N. Same for Instagram also. I see y'all next week. Take it easy. Eat it. It is only fitting that I have the honor of Eric Reed introducing me for this award. In many ways, my recognition would not be possible without our brotherhood. I truly consider him to be more than a friend. Eric, his wife, his children, they're all a part of my family. Not only did he kneel by my side during the 2016 NFL season, but Eric continued to use his platform as a professional football player to protest systemic oppression, specifically police brutality against black and brown people. Eric introducing me for this prestigious award brings me great joy, but I'm also pained by the fact that his taking a knee and demonstrating during the national anthem to protect the rights of black and brown people also led to his ostracization in the NFL when he is widely recognized as one of the best competitors and in the prime of his career. You know, people sometimes forget that love is at the root of our resistance. My love for Eric has continually grown over the course of our ongoing journey. His brotherhood, resilience, and faith have shined brightly in moments of darkness. My love for my people serves as the fuel that motivates me and fortifies me on my mission. It is the people's unbroken love for themselves that motivates me even when faced with dehumanizing norms of a system that can lead to the loss of one's life over simply being black. History has proven that there has never been a period in the history of America where anti-blackness has not been an ever-present terror. Racialized oppression and dehumanization are woven into the very fabric of our nation. The effects of which can be seen in the lawful lynchings of black and brown people by the police and the mass incarceration of black and brown lives in the prison industrial complex. While America bills itself as the land of the free, the receipts show that the US has incarcerated approximately 2.2 million people 
the largest prison population in the history of humankind. As police officers continue to terrorize black and brown communities, abusing their power, and then hiding behind their blue wall of silence, the laws that allow them to kill us with virtual impunity, I've realized that our love that sometimes manifests itself as black rage is a beautiful form of defiance against the system that seeks to suppress our humanity, a system that wants us to hate ourselves. But I remind you, it is love that is at the root of our resistance. It is our love for 12-year-old Tamir Rice, who was gunned down by the police in less than two seconds that will not allow us to bury our anger. It is our love for Philando Castile, who was executed in front of his partner and his daughter, that keeps us fighting back. It is our love for Stefan Clark, who was lynched in his grandma's backyard, that will not allow us to stop until we liberate our people. Our love is not an individualized love. It is a collective love. A collective love that is constantly combating forms of racialized hate. Chattel slavery, Jim Crow, new Jim Crow, massive plantations, mass incarceration, slave patrols, police patrols. We as a collective, since the colonization of the Americas, have been combating collective forms of systemic racialized hate and oppression. But I am hopeful. I am inspired. This is why we have to protest. This is why we are so passionate. We protest because we love ourselves and we love our people. It was James Baldwin who said, to be black in America and to be relatively conscious is to be in a rage almost all the time. My question is, why aren't all people? How can you stand for the national anthem of a nation that preaches and propagates freedom and justice for all, that is so unjust to so many of the people living there? How can you not be in a rage when you know that you are always at risk of death in the streets or enslavement in the prison system? How can you willingly be blind to the truth of systemic racialized injustice? When Malcolm X said, I'm for truth, no matter who tells it. I'm for justice, no matter who it's for or against. I'm a human being first and foremost. And as such, I'm for whoever and whatever benefits humanity as a whole. I took that to heart. While taking a knee is a physical display that challenges the merits of who is excluded from the notion of freedom, liberty, and justice for all. The protest is also rooted in a convergence of my moralistic beliefs and my love for the people. Seeking the truth, finding the truth, telling the truth, and living the truth has been and always will be what guides my actions. For as long as I have a beating heart, I will continue to work on this path on behalf of the people. Again, love is at the root of our resistance. Last, but certainly not least, I would like to thank Amnesty International for the Ambassador of Conscious Award. But in truth, this is an award that I share with all the countless people throughout the world combating the human rights violations of police officers and their uses of oppressive and excessive force. 
to again quote Malcolm X when he said, I will join in with anyone. I don't care what color you are. As long as you want to change this miserable condition that exists on this earth, I'm here to join with you all in this battle against police violence. Thank you.